0: Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. Welcome to episode 11. No wonder that this week's guest is a light worker and a spiritual leader, Ashley Wood, of Manifest This Podcast. If you are not familiar with the symbolic meaning of the one, 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 the recurring ones in your life, then welcome to the world of sign and symbols, which I've been fascinated by since I was a kid. If you keep seeing the recurring one, ones, especially 1111 on your phone or on the clock, on the watch, that means that the universe is talking to you, trying to communicate something. Has that ever happened to you? If so, I want to hear from you. DM me on Instagram at WokenWired. I love getting your messages. I've seeing screenshots of you listening to the podcast. And also 1111, 11, not 1111, 11, but just 11 happens to be my birthday, which is coming up August 11th. And I'm going to be turning 30 years old. And I am taking myself on a retreat. It's going to take place in Mexico near Guadalajara. I'm going with my friend, his name is Topaz. We met in a Chigon and yoga training. And it's going to be centered around storytelling and how storytelling can transform your life and how really how you present yourself in the world and how you speak about events that shaped you and that matter to you can impact your whole life. So I'm not going to speak too much about this until I do it. I'm excited to report back once I get back from the retreat. But for now, let's get back to this week's episode. So Ashley Wood has been an Instagram friend of mine for many, many years. We're going to talk more about that when we start chatting. And the reason why I love this episode so much is because we talk about the topic that doesn't get a lot of attention of pivoting. Pivoting as a food blogger, as a content creator, as an Instagrammer, when you're doing what you're doing, it's going fine and you're hustling. And then you just, you don't feel a full sense of connection and belonging. That's what happened to Ashley. And she was clairvoyant and intuitive her whole life until she was called into the work of Akashic Records and spiritual healing. So now she has completely pivoted. She has a super successful podcast called Manifest This, which you might be already a fan of because I was on Ashley's podcast this past week, episode 52. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go listen. I really enjoyed it. And so did my boyfriend. I walked in home the other night and he was cooking mushrooms that he bought at the farmer's market and listening to Ashley's podcast with me. How sweet is that? It melted my heart. Anyway, Ashley Wood is an international Akashic Records reader. And if you're not sure what that is, it's a healing modality. And it's actually very interesting. I've come across it several times in my life. And you should listen to the very end of the podcast where we discuss that. She is also a podcast host of Manifest This, which I've already mentioned and a mother dedicated and empowering women to live their best lives possible. She's a longtime contributor to Cameron Diaz's website, The Body Book, which I am too. I haven't posted there for a while, but I was one of the OG contributors. It's a great website with a great message, and editor Amanda is just phenomenal. Ashley is passionate about vegan living, yoga, animals, and the outdoors. She lives in Winnipeg, Canada with her husband Ben, daughter Ivy, and cats bows and fish. I love that name, Fish. It's spelled F-E-E-S-H. Cool name, right? Together, Ashley and her husband create and produce Manifest This and own Lot 49 Dairy Free Foods, which we didn't get to talk about on this episode, which makes me think maybe I should have Ashley back on the podcast. What do you guys think? After listening to this, hit me up. Let me know. Another interesting fact for you is that Ashley was one of my biggest inspirations to start my podcast we were messaging back and forth on Instagram. And I was kind of pondering the idea of starting a podcast. Wasn't sure if I should take on this whole new world and you know how it goes. Got a lot on your plate. And then I was like, should I start this whole new thing? And I noticed that her podcast was doing really well. And she seemed like she was getting a lot of joy from it. So we ended up DMing on Instagram as all the best things go. And she shared with me that she felt more fulfilled, more successful, more aligned than she had ever been. And that with her podcast, she's able to express her message much more fully and reach so many more people and create a big Grand Pact. And something in me really clicked. I knew that all the things that I've been holding in within me for my own journey and journeys of people I've crossed paths with, could be expressed so well using podcast and audio. So thank you so much, Ashley, for inspiring me. Thanks for being on this episode. And also, I promise this is the last thing and it's worth the wait. I got an Akashic Records reading from Ashley today. And I'm still processing it. It's still sinking in. It was really cool because the way it worked is... Ashley does the opening prayer where she enters your Akashic records. She does it virtually from anywhere in the world. And then she just starts answering your questions. And then after the session is done, she doesn't remember what happened. So it's completely channeled from some parallel universe from another dimension. And the tips I got weren't just like Spiritual ideas floating somewhere in the air, but it was actually very rooted in reality and business reality as well. And she gave me an action item list of where to take my business, crystal criminals that I have with my partner, Eric. And another tip I got, which you guys, I think, are going to appreciate is that I need to take time to do nothing, not like do nothing as in go to yoga studio or meditate, but actually do nothing. Who does that anyway? You know, I'm always brainstorming, creating something new, working on one of my businesses and projects. And I'm going to take that on. Oh, and fun fact, she also gave me the message that I need to put legs up the wall as a form of rest and restoration, which if you don't do yet, definitely try it out. When you get home after a long day, especially if you wear heels, put your legs up the wall for a couple of minutes. You will feel a huge difference. Your blood flow is going to be restored your legs are going to feel better. That's my wellness hack. If you guys want more of these, let me know. I don't even realize how many things and rituals I have and have to share until I start talking. So let me know. And without further ado, here is Ashley Wood. Okay, Ashley. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. This is an Instagram friendship that has been going on for Probably four years at least. And Ashley and I, I love telling how we met stories when I started the podcast. And how we met is when Ashley and I both were diehard vegan food bloggers. And since then, a lot of things have shifted for both of us in terms of the messages we share, what most of our work is. And I've just been overjoyed watching how Ashley has pivoted and how podcasting has really become her go-to way to cre- express, Ashley, your creativity. And I'm going to have to confess this, but I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a long time. And every time I would talk to someone who is preparing one too, or already has a podcast going on, I would just get so overwhelmed and I would get this sense of, oh, just another thing to do. I don't have time for this. But as soon as Ashley, you and I connected, and you said that ever since you started this, all the channels are open. You feel so aligned. You feel so connected. Something in me just clicked in, and I was like, "I need to do this now. This is what I'm doing." So thank oh, you. That's actually- so cool. This is all happening because of you. So thank you for being here.
1: Oh my goodness, I'm so honored, and you're welcome. And. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And it's true. Like I find with podcasting, I was just telling someone this the other day. While I love Instagram and love social media, I really do. I mean, I use it all the time. But I find that it can take the human out of humans. And like I'll look at an account of someone who has, let's say, like 200,000 followers or something. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, this superhuman. I can't talk to this person. This person must have such a different life than me. But then when I started podcasting and started reaching out to these people to have discussions with them and to chat with these women about their story, pardon me, their stories and the work they're doing and why they're so successful and what they're doing, it made me realize like we're all people, we're all humans. And it's so inspiring to talk to people who are really living their purpose and living their divine purpose and are aligned with what they came to the planet to do. And it just shifted everything for me. Like I look at everything so much differently and I'm so grateful that that message translated to you and that now you're creating like this because it just opens up so many doors and it's truly
0: beautiful way to create and to share with people on the world. I love all of that. And we'll definitely get back more to divine purpose. I wrote that down. We are definitely going to dig into that. But for now, I usually ask this question in the end, but I want to shift things around and just start by asking you what makes you feel woke right now, Ashley? Woke, oh my, I feel more woke than
1: ever in my life. And I think it's because a couple of things. First, I serve myself and my energy and probably for the first time in my life, within the past couple of months, I'm doing what truly makes me happy without worrying about what anyone else thinks, without trying to appear like someone else, without fitting in a box like vegan food blogging. I felt like I was only a menu or a photo of food and it was so limiting to me. But I now feel like I can be who I truly am and I can create what i truly want to create and that comes down to just getting in alignment with myself and with every like allowing myself to do what i really want to do and the podcast that i'm creating makes me feel woke the doing the akashic records readings that i'm doing make me feel woke and in alignment and Since I surrendered to the universe and really said out loud, like, I trust you, I trust you're going to lead me in the right way. I'm simply going to follow along and keep working, but I don't have expectations. I don't have plans for the future. I've surrendered and things are flowing differently, more quickly and more beautifully than ever before. So I would say surrendering, connecting to myself and living my true purpose and living in accordance to who I truly am. My life is so beautiful right now. I'm so grateful. And
0: that's what makes me feel woke. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, you know, someone might be listening and thinking, okay, divine purpose, alignment, surrender and trust. That sounds amazing. But how do I pay my bills? And that's really the intention behind Woke and Wired is how can we live in our divine purpose? How can we surrender to the divine flow and the bigger purpose of everything? And at the same time, keep our head on our shoulders and pay our bills. And not just that, but thrive while creating a positive impact. So how have you found found the middle ground in combining all these different elements?
1: Well, it's interesting that you asked this question. And it's, of course, so important to pay your bills like it's beautiful to think money is energy and it flows in and it flows out but we also need money to live we need to pay our mortgages our rent feed ourselves I actually put an episode out about this today so it's interesting that (laughs) you are asking this but I wasn't always as happy I suppose as I am right now I mean right after my husband and I got married we moved to Toronto we live in Winnipeg Canada and we moved to Toronto with a very small savings account. I didn't have a job. He was a PhD student, so he wasn't earning very much. And we really racked up a ton of debt within a year and moved home because we didn't have, he had a direction that he had been working towards for a decade, but he got there and didn't enjoy the program. And I didn't have a job that I liked. I didn't know what to do. I feel like I was constantly working in the moment and while I said I don't look at the future now it's different because I viewed money as scarce as money as almost something to fear and that whenever I got paid it was money that I had to hold on to so tightly because I was never going to get it again so nothing was working well for us like to the point where we actually had a house fire and I got hurt and he had to quit. Yeah. And he had to quit school to stay home to take care of me because I couldn't walk and I couldn't take care of myself. So then we moved home and we lived in his parents' basement because we were flat ass broke. Like we were, we had so much debt. We had no money in our bank accounts. I had a job, but that transferred me back to the city. It was with a bank and, but Ben didn't have a job because he just left school. So, and where was that within your food blogging journey? I hadn't started yet. I see. Yeah, so I healed myself from the fire by eating organic fruits and vegetables only. And I'm not advocating here at all that medicine isn't important to take. I take medicine right now for postpartum anxiety, but at the time, I had this vision that I knew I could heal myself. So. After healing myself from the fire on only organic fruits and vegetables and natural remedies, I knew I had something to share with the world. And this was the first time in my life where I felt like I had a gift and something to offer, like something to offer people. So that's the first point is keep your full-time job, whatever you're doing, keep your job, but think hard about what you truly Enjoy because some of us truly enjoy our jobs and that's perfect. Like some people are meant to work nine to five or ten to six or eight to six or whatever maybe mm-hmm. it makes them happy. But if it doesn't make you happy, think about what really makes you happy. And I don't mean about career what makes you happy. I mean anything. Because back then what made me happy was cooking and developing recipes. So I started this food blog. It was called Ray of Sunshine and Kissanya. Yes, that's, so that's when right. we met. Yes. I yeah, but I don't remember how we actually connected. Like I don't remember who connected us or if we just started messaging on Instagram. But yes, back then this is when you had Breakfast Criminals, which you still have, and I had Ray of Sunshine. We were chatting and whatnot and I was building up my blog. And at the same time I still viewed money the same way. It was something to hold on to. It was rare. It was scarce. It was the enemy like i wanted enough money to live but not too much money because heaven forbid i desire financial abundance because if i were to do that then i have my focus on material things and in my mind that was the wrong way to live which i'll touch on that in a moment but because that was my mindset and i truly truly believe you may be listening to this podcast and thinking okay lady you're crazy but i truly believe that what you put out into the universe. Emotionally and energetically, you are matched with. So, because I emotionally and energetically believed that money was scarce, that money was something to fear essentially, I was terrified of our online banking. I never wanted to look at it. We had all this debt, and I felt like no matter how hard I worked, I wasn't getting anywhere. I would get a couple of sponsored posts here and there, and I had this goal of being a blogger that earned a full living off of my food photography. And this happens for some people. But after time, I realized that I didn't even enjoy what I was doing anymore. I was working at the bank. I wasn't happy there. I was working hard and I was getting promotions and I was getting higher salary and whatnot. But I wasn't happy there because while I was at the bank, I had all of my focus on one day I'm going to be a professional blogger. One day I'm going to be... A one of those Instagrammers that has hundreds of thousands of followers, and I'm gonna promote vegan food, and this is what I'm gonna do. And then when I would come home and work on my blog, I wasn't actually happy doing that either. I was really hustling in all the wrong ways. Like I was taking photos that I thought would look good because other people took them, and mm. I was take, doing things that I thought, okay, well, this is what everyone else is doing right now, so this is what I'm gonna do too. Rather than looking at my own unique gifts, the things that make me uniquely happy. And when I say divine purpose and alignment, I mean, what is in my core? Who am I on this planet? What do I have to offer that nobody else has? Maybe they have something like it, but it's not something that I can find scrolling through Instagram and looking at other blogs and seeing what other people are doing. So fast forward many years, where I was hustling and trying to earn money and trying to really bring all of my dreams into reality. But energetically, I was still putting out into the universe, jealousy, resentment, Mm -hmm. fatigue, and negative emotions on every level. Like I was reaching for something, but for all the wrong reasons, I thought that in order to be happy, I had to achieve this goal rather than looking at my present and being thankful for what I have in the moment, putting out energy of gratitude, putting out energy of appreciation, putting out energy of happiness. I was happy, but I wasn't happy the way that I am now. So fast forward a couple of years to the point where I get pregnant and I tell my employers and I lose my job for a variety of reasons but I am four months pregnant I am about to go on maternity leave I live in Canada and in Canada we are blessed to have a year of actually it's 18 months now yeah of paid maternity leave so I knew that I was going to have money coming in for 12 months but after that I didn't have a job and I thought well what am I going to do like I have a one-year-old at that point but like How am I going to even look for a job when I'm on maternity leave? And my brain was just going. And then I thought, you know what? Take a step back. I have been trying to make this work for myself forever. My dream has always been to be self-employed. My dream has always been to have my own schedule So I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to reevaluate things and I'm going to really think, what do I have to offer? And that was the moment where things started to click for me because I started to do things differently. So this is my second point. If you've been doing things the exact same way for years and years and years and years, some may say that this is the hustle and you need to just keep grinding at it until it's going to work out for you. But I'm going to challenge that and say, reevaluate what you're doing really critically look at what you're doing and think, how can I change this? What can I adapt? What can I do differently to change the results that I'm getting? Because if you're putting in time and effort and energy time and time again, over and over again, and nothing is happening, maybe you need to just look at things differently, do things differently. So I decided rather than focusing on getting sponsored posts, I would do workshops and ebooks, sell ebooks online, and do workshops in my city. And that brought in money. Once my maternity leave was over, so I collected money from the government for a year and then also just did random freelance writing, which was great. But once my maternity leave was over, I was able to sell ebooks every month, I was able to do a workshop or two every month. And then along with freelance writing and random little jobs here and there, odd jobs, I was stringing in enough money to keep myself going. Then in November, I realized, wow, I've been self-employed now for three months. This has always been my goal. And yet, for some reason, I could never make it happen. So why is it happening for me now? Like, what am I doing differently than I wasn't before? So, This is my third point. I took a risk. I know that that is scary for a lot of people to think of because we need to pay our bills. We need to feed ourselves. So definitely don't jump and take a risk if you have negative $500 in your bank account and you're past due on all your bills. Clean all that stuff up first. Build a little nest egg. I didn't have a huge one, but I had about $5,000 saved up. I was doing social media on the side when I was still working social media on the side for other businesses. And all of that money, I just considered savings money. So I built up a little nest egg that I could fall back on should I need it. And then at some point, you actually have to take the jump. If you do want to do something that's different than what you're doing right now, set yourself up, prepare yourself. And then you have to take that jump and send that message out to the universe that says, I trust you. I surrender as in you are surrendering and you are energetically accepting flow to come in. You are saying to the universe, I'm open. I'm going to do this. And I trust that you're going to carry me. And it hasn't been easy all the time. I've definitely had moments where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get by and well, not how I'm going to get by, but this past April, I think I brought in $200. But then the following May, that was like, it was so much more came in that it didn't even matter. So I think patience, and it all comes down to the energy that you are putting out into the universe. Because I remember back in November, I did make the conscious decision to view money differently, to view money as something that is energy that allows things to happen, to appreciate every single dollar that I have, even if I only have $10, to appreciate those $10 that I do have rather than the $100 that I don't have. That's just an example. But to appreciate every single moment and to be grateful for every opportunity that comes to me and to trust that it's always coming again. And I actually carry a piece of citrine in my pocket Mm. at all times. And every time I make a payment, I rub the citrine to say more is coming, or this is coming back, or I will receive more money. And in two months time, like April was the last time that I felt like, what the heck am I even doing? It's now almost July. My financial situation has changed in a way that blows my mind apart. Like I cannot even believe it. And I really do believe that it's because of the energy I've put out. So that is my really long answer for that question. (laughs)
0: Okay, so let's desiccate that. That was a really fantastic in-depth answer. And because you're a podcaster yourself, I love that you're sort of moderating what you're saying as you go and (laughs) get deeper without even being prompted. I love that. And, you know, what I'm curious about is, yes, I understand the element of surrender and trust and reevaluating what you've been doing and pivoting. And what I'm curious about is, how did you come to a place of knowing what your platform is and what your message is? And this is the thing I'm doing. and This is what I'm good at. Was there a specific training you did or a meditation or some tools that you can share with the listeners that may be listening thinking, you know, I want that clarity. How do I cultivate that? That is such a great question, Ksenia.
1: Such a great question. And honestly, the answer is easy, but also hard to do. And it's that I stopped looking at other people. I stopped going on Instagram and scrolling for a long time. Like I did not allow myself to scroll. I stopped looking at other YouTube videos. I stopped going online and looking at other blogs and I spent time with myself, which is something that we actually don't do anymore. We are alone often, but we're on our phones. We're listening to podcasts. We're doing things that make us Feel like we're still connected to people, but I spent time all by myself, disconnected, not paying attention to what other people are doing and focusing in on myself. And actually, I wish that I had a better answer for this, but it all came together for me divinely. And when I say divinely, I mean, God, universe, source, just kind of started knocking on my door, I've been highly intuitive my whole life. I was clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. Is that what it's called? Sentient? I can't even remember. Really, it's just that I was able to receive messages visually and I heard messages and I dreamt messages and I knew messages from the time I was a little girl. Like this has been me forever. And there were moments in my life where I shut it out because it made me afraid. And about last May, is when I shouted out for the last time because I was in the peak of my postpartum depression and anxiety. And my husband's grandma had just passed away. And I remember lying in bed and I was sound asleep. And then apparently... I turned over and started talking to him and said, your grandma's excited about her funeral tomorrow because your Uncle Alan is going to be there and she thinks the lunch is going to be really beautiful and she's really excited about this. And then I turned over and went back to sleep. And I didn't even know that I did this. He told me in the morning and I thought, oh my gosh, your grandma channeled through me. And I was terrified because I mentally was not in a good place. So I turned off my connection to the universe, like I actually said, I cannot receive you right now. I cannot hear you. I cannot listen to you. Please give me some space. I can't be a channel right now. And that was the first time that I actually had to get like stern and turn off my connection to source because I wasn't in a space to receive it. But it was also because I wasn't healthy at the time. And I didn't completely understand it. It scared me. And then around the fall, things started to flow in again. And I didn't energetically call it like it just started coming to me. And I had an idea one day to do a podcast, like interestingly enough, I used to think I had the worst voice ever, like I mm. thought that listening to me was really annoying, and I didn't like hearing myself on phone calls or anything, and now I like my voice, and I'm like, <laughs> how? W- what, but I just had an idea one day, like I have to do a podcast, and I suppose that sounds like an easy way out, but it also is listening to our intuition, connecting to those ideas that come to us, because we all have intuition. We all have moments where we get these ideas. And it's our choice to listen to them or to tell ourselves, no, that's silly. No, I can't do that. No, there are too many people doing that already. Of course, I could have said, there are way too many podcasts out there. It's true. There are millions. And apparently, I heard a stat that there's like 10,000 or something podcasts starting every single day, which... is intimidating, but I was like, no, I'm going to do this podcast. It's going to be really fun. I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. And then like everything just started to flow from there. The podcast, there were so many synchronicities around it. It's set up with such ease. It was in. I was really in the flow, but at this point I had surrendered to the universe and I had said like, I trust you. I trust everything is going to work out. And I just, I didn't, I stopped getting in my own way and I allowed things to really come to me. Even when I started my podcast it was called the good people podcast and I remember talking to a PR agent because I said like I want to do this as a job, do you have any suggestions on what I should do to build this up? Like how should I what should I do? And she said to me, well the first thing is the name. Like, what does good people mean? Like, what is the good people podcast? I don't even know what that means. And I was like, oh, it's like good people, you know, like good company, good people. She was like, but this doesn't match your intention. This doesn't match your your delivery. So change your name. I didn't end up hiring her because energetically we were in alignment at that time. But that was the best piece of advice she could have given me because that weekend I changed the name to Manifest This. And I feel like she was put in my path from the universe to be like, okay, you're almost there. You're almost there, but get out of your way and allow us to do the work for you. And so I changed it to manifest this. And it was like a switch. Like everything just has come. I've met someone who introduced me to the Akashic Records while I was podcasting. And I'm now an Akashic Records reader, which is just a whole nother topic. But again, a really long answer, but the breaking it down, it would be alone allow yourself to be in your own thoughts without distraction and then also listen to your intuition listen to the ideas you get listen to the thoughts you get and allow yourself to truly truly connect with your thoughts and to truly embrace some of these ideas that come to you even the craziest ideas that you might wake up with one day, or you might have a dream, I'm going to be doing this and you wake up and you're like, that is so different than what I'm currently doing. Maybe that's what you're meant to do. Try it out, tap into it. Like life is this beautiful gift that we've been given that we can try new things. We can do new things. We can learn something every single day. And as long as we're alive, we're able to live, you know, as soon as you stop trying new things and as soon as you stop learning and as soon as you stop asking yourself questions about yourself and expanding yourself, you're not
0: really living anymore. So seize the day. (laughs) Yes. You know what's interesting keeps coming up for me. It's so interesting that you're talking about not looking around because the past week I realized I spent way too much time looking around at other podcasts and how many reviews they have and how much do people charge and how do you monetize all these things. And really, yesterday, I had this psychic reading where I was returned to what is my purpose and how can I serve and how can I be fully in the intention of why I created my podcast in the first place. And I'm just so reassured by you sharing that that was your pathway of really stepping into your highest self. And you know what I find interesting and I'd love to hear your thoughts about? It's this fine line between, on the one hand, it's this divine guidance that just drops on us and we know what to do. And then our responsibility is to take action if we really want to see results. And then there's, and then there's on the other side, there's the guidance from humans, like that advice you got from the PR agent, right? So, and it's the same between, sometimes we we should look around at what other people are doing because it might give us strategic and really smart ideas on how to use this divine guidance that we have and maybe package it better, maybe spread it better. So I think it's like tiptoeing between being fully just within yourself, but being somewhat open to what other humans and beings might have there for us to support us further.
1: Yes, that's such a good point. And I guess what I meant was just getting lost in those holes. Like you said, like comparing reviews and scrolling without purpose, like scrolling aimlessly. I guess it's also asking yourself like, what is this that I'm doing right now? How is this going to help me? Because I've also been there when I first started my podcast and I looked at other podcasts that I like look up to and admired, And I'd be like, wow, they have like 600 and some reviews. Like, how am I going to get there? But at that point I was able to acknowledge the behavior and stop it and say to myself I'm doing the exact same thing that I was doing when I was food blogging I was losing my direction losing my vision rather focusing my energy on something I do not have 600 and some reviews as opposed to something I do have a starting podcast that is bringing me joy so I remember Abraham Hicks putting out a quote that said something like, oh, I don't remember, but it was if we want a different result, we have to change the way we're doing things. And entering this new stage of podcasting and doing Akashic Record readings and whatnot, I have intentionally done things so much differently than I did before. I don't compare stats anymore anymore. I don't compare myself to other podcasts. And sometimes I find myself doing that, but I'm able to notice, okay, this is what I was doing and I need to stop because this kind of behavior does not equal the results that I desire. So it's really getting real with yourself. And when you have that message to the universe that I trust you and I trust that you're going to bring me everything that I need, these people are coming in our path and As these messengers, like the woman who I was going to interview and still haven't, we had a phone call back in February. And I told her, she's like, why did you start this podcast? And I told her and she's like, well, who are you? Like, what do you do? And at that point, I was in this moment where I was like, my spirituality is completely changing and growing and evolving and I said like I've always wanted to read other people I've always wanted to do readings on people but it's not working and she's like well you need to find the records you need to do the records I'm like I don't know what you're talking about but this was again like in hindsight I was like why did I even have that phone call but I had that phone call because she told me about the Akashic Records and it's when we're so clear and we're not focusing on Things that can hold us back, like the intimidation of people who were in the position that we're in right now, starting something new, starting from the very beginning. Of course, we're not going to have 600 and some reviews. Of course, we're not going to be making like six figures in ads right now. We're at the very beginning. So rather than losing sight on where we are, not saying that that can't happen, not saying that that can't happen even next month, but rather been losing sight on where we are right at this moment in this present moment as soon as we don't lose sight off of where we are we're able to actually appreciate and receive the guidance that we get in our everyday life because our mind is clear and we're open we can receive this
0: so i'm curious when you were starting the podcast and when you had this vision and it was all starting to click in How do you work with goals? Do you have specific things, say, I want to have one million downloads, and then you put that on your vision board, and then you manifest that? Or is it more the feeling that you're going for, and then you just surrender and let the universe show you? What's your process? Yes, it's the second one.
1: I used to be the first one where I would (laughs) say, I want this number. I want this. I want that. I set an amount of money I wanted to earn this year. And then I asked myself after a couple of months, I was like, well, what does that number mean? Like, what am I, what is the feeling that I'm going to get from that number? What's the feeling I'm going to get from a certain amount of downloads? And I started to, sh- I shifted then and focused more on feeling. Like, I want to reach as many people as possible rather than I want to get a million downloads. I want to reach as many people as possible. Mm. I want to be financially free to, take as many trips as I want and also buy a different house rather than I want to earn this amount of money. Like I started to focus on the actual experiences and actual reactions that I want and then explain out loud to the universe like I want this because of this because of this because of this. Mm. My vision board is all pictures like it's images that convey a certain emotion and feeling because at the end of the day I find that these numbers for me personally don't matter it's the emotions and vibrations that are attached to that success and that success can come at any point like it's not like if I say I need to be earning I don't know let's say I don't know, I need to be earning X amount of dollars by this point. Maybe I'll have found the type of freedom and success that I want before that. So what does it matter of that number? You know what I mean? Does this mm. make sense
0: what I'm saying? Totally, totally. Yeah. So at what point did you start feeling like, wow, I'm really tapping into something here. And I'm really fully aligned. And this is taking off. And with that realization, how do you stay grounded in your divine purpose? That's a great question and I think it
1: is before my show even launched. The first interview I did was Ruby Warrington and from the numinous, the first episode that I launched and she was actually the first interview that I recorded where I felt like this feels good because we talked about spirituality and prior to that the interviews that I was doing were focused on food mm. and were focused on wellness and Ruby and I talked about that too. We talked about plant based eating. We talked about living sober because her and I both don't drink or do drugs or anything like sober curious. And so we talked about that. But we also talked about spirituality. And I remember at that moment, I was like, this feels really, really good. And side note in 2012, a psychic told me that I was going to have a large platform where I was going to speak about spirituality and my mm. gifts and share this with lots of people. And I completely forgot about it and ignored it. And then one day in December of 2017, I was doing dishes and the psychic voice came back into my head and I told me you're going to have a large platform to talk about spirituality and to talk to people and to share your gifts. And I knew it was going to be the podcast. Like it just came together for me. I just knew it was like an inner knowing And then things started to really pick up once I changed the name of my podcast and accepted, okay, I'm talking about spirituality, I don't need to have this vegan front anymore. I'm still vegan, I still eat the same, I still cook the same, but I can completely change the content that I'm creating, I can change my message Well not change my message, it's essentially the same, but I can change the content I'm creating and be brave in that and be bold in that and not think that, okay, well I still have to post one meal a day on Instagram or I'm gonna lose all my followers. Hmm. Like I just fully stepped into it and accepted it and thought, no, this is truly me. And then things started to flow even quicker and how I'm able to remain divinely connected is because I'm in alignment with my divine purpose. So it's not even something I have to try to do. I am living my divine purpose. I am in the flow. I'm in alignment. I am not even kidding you. Every time I look at the clock, like when I set up for this interview is 1222. I saw 222. Last night I booked a flight for our family and the price of the airline ticket was $1,101.22, like (laughs) 1111.22. This happens to me all the time. The synchronicities now are, they're so prominent in my everyday life. It's happening all the time. And my manifestations come true so quickly that it's impossible for me to not be connected to divine because I'm living my purpose. And therefore everything is so just obvious it's just out there like i can just
0: see it all so clearly now Mm. and you know i'm noticing the same thing the manifestation is way faster than possible and i've had a conversation with my astrologer and my psychic and there's this bigger shift of everyone's consciousness and the planet's consciousness we're all moving to what they're calling the fifth dimension where we manifest things more quickly than ever while it used to be that our words manifest our world. Now it's actually our thoughts that manifest our world. So we have to be very, as she said, eco-friendly with our thoughts and careful and selective. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So with that, you know, you found your medium. You were divinely guided. Same thing happened with me, both with Breakfast Criminals when I just started five years ago and with podcasting. But what if someone is still not sure what their medium is? You know, we both see and use social media and podcasting and whatever technology internet offers us to create that impact and to share a message but what would you tell someone who's still not clear what their medium is when they're if they're very clear on their message why they're here aligned with the divine purpose but just so still unclear how to put it out there I would just say to try things out,
1: like to start creating on Instagram. How does it feel? To start creating on YouTube. How does it feel? To look at the resources that you have. Another reason that podcasting works out so well for me is that my husband has over 10 years of sound engineering experience. So he's able to produce my shows and edit them. And when I do live events, he knows all about gear. Like he can set everything up for me so that we have a good like a really high quality sounding recording. So it really was looking at the resources that I have. Like I, he's my partner. So he supports me and helps me a lot and just, yeah, like try things out. And if something feels so forced and isn't bringing you joy, then it's probably not the right platform for you. Maybe social media isn't even the right platform for you. Maybe you want to be a speaker. Maybe you want to actually speak in front of people and then maybe YouTube is a good place for you to try that, to grow your brand. I hate that word, but to grow your platform, to grow your audience. Or maybe it's not. Maybe you want to volunteer your time places and speak places. And I'm not saying volunteer time as in put everything out and not receive anything back in. I'm a huge fan of trades if people can't afford a service or can't afford to be paid because energetically you need to receive as well. When you're energetically giving, 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 and not receiving in the form of money or in the form of some type of compensation, you'll burn out because you do need to pay your bills. So you need to be able to feel like you're receiving gratitude for the gifts that you're giving. But yeah, I would just say experiment, like try things out. And I mean, I thought that Instagram was like the best place for me and I'm still quite active on Instagram, but podcasting is giving me a lot more joy and I wouldn't have known that had I not tried it out. So I think we live in this beautiful time right now where all of these mediums are at our fingertips and they're incredibly affordable. Like even if you want to try podcasting, you can get mics off Amazon for like nothing and then just trying it out. Like, I don't know, I get out of your own way and try things out. That's maybe not the best answer, but that's my answer for that
0: question. Yes, totally. Actually, so Ruby Warrington was on the third episode of Walk and Wired. And one of the things we talked about was how whatever traffic you're getting, whatever engagement you're getting online, specifically on Instagram, is a reflection of what's going on inside of you and how you're feeling about your work yourself. So I'm curious what you Mm -hmm. have noticed in that regard. Oh my gosh, so, so
1: much. That's such a great point. When I was, wow, and I'm just putting it together right now. Okay. (laughs) So I felt like I was pushing and shoving so hard on Instagram to build some kind of a community when I was putting food photos up and whatnot. But Things just weren't really, like I had like 15.8 thousand followers or something, which to me is a lot of people, but I know in the grand scheme of Instagram, it's not, but I don't know. It just wasn't as fruitful, I guess I'll say as it is now. Like I felt like it was empty conversations like, Ooh, that looks delicious. I want (laughs) to eat that. Yeah. Go vegan. Like, yes, definitely please eat more plants. But now, and then I got pregnant and I started posting a lot about pregnancy and whatnot and I lost hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of followers, like hundreds. And I accepted it like, yeah, okay, whatever, that's fine. But now in this very moment, I'm realizing that that was an energetic shift for me as well, because I was changing my message and I wasn't into food photography anymore. And I was really lost in the kind of work I was doing. I was sharing my life but it wasn't like I was sharing. I don't know. I was just sharing about my pregnancy and about healthy pregnancies, which is important, but it wasn't what I wanted to share forever. Like it was where I was at in that moment. And a lot of my followers stuck around and listened or like participated, I suppose. But now my platform is building back up. Like my community is building back up quite quickly, like almost to thousand people within the past couple of months which i don't focus on numbers as i said or follower numbers or anything like i really it's just not a concern to me more so the engagement is a concern to me because i want to be really connected to people and the stories that i receive mainly on direct message now my direct messages dms are like i can't keep up but i'm connecting with so many women every single day and it's so beautiful. Like and more importantly, I had a goal where I could just put whatever I wanted on Instagram and be okay with it. I remember saying to my husband like, "I want to be able to post whatever I want and not worry about losing followers." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, just start doing that." And I'm like, "Well, I can't cuz all I post is food photos and then what if I like people are going to be like, "Oh, too many baby photos and stuff." But now I'm at that point where I post whatever the heck I want. And I don't like I hope it resonates with people, but if it doesn't, I accept that we're not energetically aligned and that is completely okay and i really am just i put out what i feel and my account is growing and i feel really happy about what i'm putting out so i guess that rings that totally rings true for what you and ruby discussed
0: wow that's such a liberating thought of just being able to share and not letting any opinions or judgments define how we share yeah i'm going to take that on
1: Yeah, it's it's really it's really nice. And I also don't care about like if my photo's good or not. Like I try to put out nice looking images because that they're pretty, but if I want to put something out that doesn't like if I take a screenshot from someone else or something, like I used to think, no, only my photos, only this, only that. But now I'm like, no, it's just like I just have fun with it. Like I completely take the pressure off. I really I'm riding the wave. Like I really do trust in the flow and I'm just riding I'm riding the wave. I do what I feel. I lead with my heart and my heart is
0: wide open and I'm receiving abundance because of that. Mm. So before we get to the big juicy question that I have for you that I I know you know is coming, I want to ask you this. Whenever you feel out of alignment, Ashley, how do you, do you have any practical things that allow you to snap back into it, especially being a mom where you you, you spend time and energy taking care of your baby, of Ivy, and being a wife and being an entrepreneur. You know, how do you find and what are some of the practices that help you most get back into the alignment? You know, it's funny because
1: I know when I'm out of alignment and rather than try to force myself back into alignment, I just let it flow and I just let it happen and I let myself feel it. And sometimes it feels uncomfortable for a day, and sometimes it feels uncomfortable for a week, but I trust that it will end. The time right before I found the Akashic Records, or right before I went into mine and learned that I am meant to do readings, that week I felt so out of touch with myself. I remember looking at my wardrobe and being like, I don't like anything I have. All of a sudden I don't feel like any of my clothes are me. I feel like I should look different. I feel like I remember thinking I should get hair extensions, which was like so bizarre. Like I just had like it was such a weird week where I didn't feel like I was living in my body or that like my body wasn't me anymore. Like I felt so out of touch with myself. And then I remember on the Friday afternoon, I was like, I felt so disconnected from myself all week. I'm just gonna do some yoga and hopefully, like through feeling my body move and just through being quiet, I'll I'll connect. And then. I heard in my mind, no, you need to go into your Akashic records. And so I went in and that's when I heard you need to be doing these readings. So I almost feel like I felt that energetic shift happening within myself. Like I felt something big changing because after I learned that, I instantly snapped out of it. And I this past week, I felt completely out of alignment again with the stories of the children being separated from their parents and whatnot on the news. Like it was just so heavy and I felt just so dark and out of like, I was not like that really, really deeply affected me, especially as a mother. And I just let it happen. Like I I turned the TV off because I thought, okay, I know what's happening. I don't need to hear it anymore. I know what's happening and stepping away is going to be healthy. And then I just let my day go on and just let things happen and laughed when things were funny and enjoyed things when things were funny and gave my daughter a ton of kisses and a ton of hugs. And gave my husband a ton of kisses and a ton of hugs and just really did my best to get present in my, in my moment, like throughout the day and to feel the ground beneath my feet and the, the wind in my hair. And as cheesy as that may sound, like really just to feel completely present within myself and that always helps me get back into alignment with myself. And of course, going outside, like going outside is a medicine for
0: everything. Wow! So I love that idea. You know, I was feeling totally out of alignment this week, and then I found out that that's what's happening with the planets, and it's totally fine. And I posted about it in my stories, and I had like fifty people DM me and say they're feeling the same. And what you just said is the idea of when we're feeling out of alignment or just whack, it's okay. It's okay yeah. to let it pass through instead of like trying to find a quick fix.
1: Yeah, because I feel that with this spiritual. And I don't want to call it awakening. I want to call it spiritual knowing because we all have this inside of us. We all have the ability to connect. We all have this intuition, this higher knowing, this connection to the universe. It's what we've come into the world with because we are energy. Like we we come from the universe. We incarnate as humans, but we are so connected, deeply connected. So although we're experiencing a spiritual awakening globally, we are... Simply tapping into something that we've always had. But with that, I think a lot of people feel like they have to always be happy. They have to always feel gratitude. They have to always feel in alignment. But we're human beings. At the end of the day, we are humans. We are, people always say, it, but we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And humans aren't perfect. And living in that imperfection is healthy and completely okay and allowing yourself to feel these human emotions and to really feel them to ask yourself questions why do you feel unhappy from the state of the world right now what about it is making you unhappy what can you do about it because as a spiritual person you have to get off your yoga mat or you have to get out of meditation and actually live in the world as a human so what can you do to help others what can you do to serve others what can you do to fill that gap of feeling unhappy, like how can you help? And we don't know these answers unless we allow ourselves to really feel the darkness that needs to happen sometimes. And the world is at a very interesting, pivotal point, because never before have we been able to see news the way that we can now or learn information the way that we can now. Yes, people always say this stuff happens all the time. It happens everywhere. It's always happened. That's very true. But now nothing is a secret, nothing goes uncovered. everything is out there, and because of that, we see the darkness, we see the light, we see this moment where everything is coming together, and we have a choice on how we can react to it, and we also have a choice on how we can feel about it. So I think just accepting how you feel and really honoring how you feel and looking at why do you feel that way is so important.
0: Mm. Yes. All right. I know we only have a few more minutes left and it's time for the big question. Okay. Akashic Records. Yes. Tell me more about how exactly that works. What about this work resonates with you and how has it impacted your both personal life and your business? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll do this as quickly as I can.
1: (laughs) The Akashic Records Um, are a complete vibrational history of every emotion, thought, and experience, as well as future possibilities of every soul that has ever existed since the beginning of time. So they're not an actual book. They exist in a non-physical plane. And I access them by using Dr. Linda Howe's Pathway Prayer. So when I do readings with people, I begin the reading with a guided meditation. And then I say the pathway prayer and that allows me to get into a vibration where I can receive information and information in their Akashic records from their masters, teachers, and loved ones who are in their Akashic records. The masters have never been human. The masters are light beings The teachers may have been human or may have not been human, and the loved ones have been human, and they've also been connected to you at some point in your life or your family's lineage. So, pardon me, so... When I do readings for people, they ask me a question that they want to know. You can think about the Akashic Records as like a Google search for your soul. You can learn about your past lives. You can learn about your present life. And you can learn about future possibilities for your soul. So they'll ask me questions about their soul. And then I will ask the masters, teachers, and loved ones. And I'll receive information from them and channel it to the client who I'm reading for. So usually we look at things like, again, we can look at anything because you can think of it as like a Google search. You can ask anything, but usually we look at it for unblocking certain things in this current life. So do you have any fears that are holding you back from doing something you want to do? Or do you have any traumas that you think you may, like some people are afraid of heights or some people are like, I'm so deathly afraid of getting on an airplane. Why? And just these questions, these blocks that we have in our life, or I know I'm a creative person, but I feel blocked creatively. Like, I feel like I'm not fully expressing myself. Why? So we look at past life traumas, traumas that you may have brought into your current life now that happened in the past. And we ask the masters, teachers, and loved ones how we can heal those traumas and how we can heal those blocks it's an incredibly healing experience. Every person I've read for has come away saying like, wow, that was amazing. I feel so transformed often with family struggles or with family complications. And I'm not going to take credit for this. I mean, it's a beautiful gift that I've been given, but it's our masters, teachers, and loved ones who are always there for us and always supporting us and always guiding us that are providing all of these healing opportunities. And I'm simply a vessel, a channel for that knowledge. And the way that this has transformed my business is, well, first of all, it's transformed me in a way that I just feel so grateful and so connected to my purpose. I learned that I've been an Akashic Records reader for centuries. I've done it in many different lifetimes. So it's like I'm coming home to what I am meant to do. And for my business, it has been incredible. I get bookings every day. So financially, things are different for me than they've ever been before. But I also feel as though I'm expanding and reaching people globally, which in a different way as well, like rather than me telling them what to do as a vegan food blogger, this is a way that I can connect them back to themselves to find the answers within themselves, within their soul that has
0: always been there. Mm, wow. That is so cool, Ashley. It I is. I have one more fun question before we sure. wrap this up. As we went really deep and now taking it back to the earth plane, as it goes, what was your first screen name? My first screen name? Yeah. Ashley Ray of Sunshine. Oh, just like your Instagram.
1: Yeah, because my... Middle name is Ray, like R-A-E, and I'm an incredibly happy, upbeat person, and I've always been told that, so I just had Ashley Ray of Sunshine. Oh, you mean like MSN Messenger or like AOL? Oh, like got all back? the way back. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I just remember Instagram. It was Ashley Ray of Sunshine. Just watch it and come back in the middle of the night. Yeah, I really don't know. So, it's probably like Princess Ashley or
0: something because <laughs> <laughs> I had AOL and like MSM when I was so young. I love that. So is there anything else that you want to share before we wrap up that I didn't ask you? No, you asked beautiful questions. I have to ask from a podcaster to a
1: podcaster. Do you prepare your questions in advance or do you just flow and ask what you're curious about? I just flow. Or both? oh, that's so good. You're really good at interviewing. Like you're, you're doing a really, really, really good job. I'm really happy for you and excited for you. And as I said, this is going to be something really big for you because your questions are from the heart, you can tell. So thank you for giving me this opportunity
0: for connecting with you and with your people. Thank you so much, Ashley. All right. And guys, check out Ashley's podcast If you haven't already, manifest this and leave us both a review if you enjoy because it really helps reach more people and create a bigger impact. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. Leave a review and find all the show notes on wokeandwired.com and connect with me on Instagram at wokeandwired. Stay woke, stay wired, and have an incredible day.